Yellow! Hi! And welcome to Padro Pascal, a Pedro Pascal podcast. I am your co-host, Rachel Eastman. And I am your other co-host, Katrina Dennis. And this week we're here for, listen, our brains, as much as we (laughs) loved this whole adventure, our brains are so happy for this small break that's coming because this is the episode about the finale for season three of The Mandalorian. Mm Mm-hmm. Which does end briefly the Pedro Pascal era of 2023. It's gonna kick back up in like a month, but right yeah. now we have a pause. Yes, we're finally we're finally allowed to stop. Like, <laughs> it's been such a journey. It's been wild this year because <clears throat> it's been like a, a handful of movies, and then we rolled directly into uh, The Last of Us, and then that overlapped The Mandalorian. Um, so it's been it's been a wild ride, but I'm really uh, I really appreciate the fact that we could get this done and that uh, all of you are listening and supporting us and mm-hmm. uh, you know all the, the moms yeah thanks thanks, thanks moms. to the moms we heard the there's, moms listen moms that listen to Padro Pascal thank you very much thank you uh, thank you for listening to me when I <laughs> as I still cough when I had no voice. Uh, because I didn't realize how bad it sounded until I listened back. <laughs> I was like, oh no. I had no voice. Guys, this was the finale. And I was I was afraid there for a minute that Din Djarin, whose first name is Jaren, um, <laughs> was... <laughs> Don't kill me. Sir. Listen, we'll get into it. But uh, I was worried that Jaren was going to die. I can't do <laughs> it. I can't do it. I can't do, I can't, it. I can't do every, it. I don't know. Every article I wrote today, I used his full name because I refused. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, I'm I, not writing. I'm writing Din Djarin. I'm ra- I, I need to write it that way. I don't see any. There is no other Mando who uses that form. Like, even Paz Vizla. Like, his his last name was not Paz. Let me tell you that. It was not Paz. Because his son's fucking Ragnar. Ragnar Vizsla. Um, anyway, Katrina, what did you think about the finale and the season as a whole? Uh, I enjoyed uh, watching. I don't know. This season was really fun. Like, I, I think I just like didn't. I, I don't. I don't put the same expectations on this show as I do on a show like Andor. Um, so like, I mean, from the start, you know, Vando has been John and Dave playing with their toys and inviting their friends over to play with their toys as well. And so to me, I was just like, oh, this is fun. But then again, I was like cool with Boba Fett. And sometimes it just like, sometimes people just get really, really emotional about Boba Fett. Um, and, and I was just like, that's cool. That's nice. I like colors. Like I, uh, I, I, I swear I have a deep critical like mind and stuff, but you know, I kind of pick my battles when it comes to uh, how deep I think and how open I am about it. Um, and I just had a lot of fun. So, uh, especially with this, this final episode, like I, I think that it was exactly the amount of action I wanted. Like this whole season, the reason I loved it so much was because it felt like watching live action Clone Wars, like, Mm -hmm. and, and other seasons of Mando didn't feel like that. And I feel like that also changed the tone for a lot of people. So it kind of presented a show that wasn't it's not exactly the same as the last two uh mm-hmm. seasons so the moment i started watching it through a lens of like oh this is live action clone wars 
was the moment I just really started loving the season. And so this finale was super, super satisfying to me. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I, this season as a whole, I, I genuinely liked it. And I think, like you said, like, obviously I'm not holding it up to the standard of like, and, or with like what it's tackling and the critical lenses, like it has elements of that in this show and like the show explores it well, but like this show is like a fun, dumb Star Wars that I love very much. While Andor is a completely different kind of beast, because much like Rogue One is very different than like a New Hope in how they view elements of Star Wars. And so I I had a lot of fun. I, I think it was just was a fun, fine season. I like where they took Din and Grogu. I feel like partway through the season, it did feel like they were like, I don't know what to do with Din and Grogu anymore because their main storyline was tied to everything that happened in season two. And so at the end, I was like, oh, I like how they did this and where they're headed and kind of how the series can continue with Din and Grogu. And like, they've given us all the elements for that. I don't, I I liked this season. I think I understand the people who were like, I didn't like this, this, this. I get that. Wasn't me. I had fun. I woke up every day on Wednesday or every Wednesday morning and was like, I'm ready. Here we go. Ready for ready for my Din and Grogu show. Ready for the ride. Uh, yeah, I uh, I enjoyed it. Like that's the the that's from the beginning. I just kind of expected it to be a fun ride, and and that's kind of what it was. And we got to spend a lot of time with characters that at the beginning of this series I didn't really think. I thought it would be kind of like a dream to see them even on screen once. Like the mm-hmm. the long winding Bo Katan storyline that we have gotten in this season has been really cool and super satisfying for anyone who has been a fan of Bose like since the beginning to so to even see her her come to life like in past seasons from uh to to what she's become now like it's it's been a really good time to be a Bo-Katan fan and it's been a really good time to be a Mandalorian fan um and I love how this final arc has like really fleshed out mysteries of their culture that we just otherwise didn't get any insight on like you don't really hear about the mandalorians in the original trilogy and you don't hear about them all that much in the sequel trilogy so like Mm -hmm. for the longest time my my like my curiosity was like what were the mandos doing between the ot and the sequel trilogy and this this arc has like very nicely and quickly filled out a lot of information about what happened to Mandalore, how long it's been that way, and what it's going to become. Yeah, and this finale, this was a good uh, finale. Kind of just gave us answers that we needed, set up where everyone kind of is going to go after the season, and whether it's when they show up on other shows, season four, whatever it is. You kind of are like, okay, I know exactly what's going to happen either in the middle of these two seasons or just on whatever show they're on. Like, you know what their kind of deal is. And I kind of, I liked that. I liked that there was always that fear. I was like, is is Din and, Gro- or Din and Grogu and Bo getting out of this? Like, there are parts of this where I was like, they wouldn't, they wouldn't kill Bo-Katan, right? Like, they wouldn't kill her off. Not when, like, Sabine and, and like, Ahsoka are in their own, like... That doesn't make sense. Like, obviously, everyone's going to see. We know that that didn't happen. But the whole episode, like, what's going on? Is someone going to die? They didn't. Yeah. But I was concerned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it was fun. Like, there was, you know, uh, a threat to their mortality. And, and honestly, as someone who is a Star Wars and Star Trek fan, 
having this lighthearted finale feels right because I'm like we're hours away from mm -hmm. the hard finale and I feel like I might cry during that like that's my fear right now so having a cool fun adventurous slapstick Star Wars to round the week out is like perfect and I'm glad it exists because it's going to create a lot of emotional balance for me <laughs> you're like great now I'm balanced out thanks thanks Thank you. Star Wars I mean, but to get into the episode, so it starts off pretty much right where we left off. Episode before, Din was uh, taken prisoner by Moff Gideon's little fake Mandalorians, and Paz Vizsla died. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, actually, rest in piss. He pissed me off more than I actually enjoyed that character. Um, <laughs> sorry that your son doesn't have a dad. I hated you. So yeah. many, uh, so, so much of this show. I was like, Fast Vizzle, you bitch, shut up. So, <laughs> sorry you died. Anyways, he dies. Ding gets taken. Bogdan's like, everyone get out. And she cuts a hole in the wall with a dark saber. Um, <laughs> and Grogu in the IG-11 is like, boot, 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 boot. And so the finale starts pretty much where we left off. Bogdan and everyone are like, we got to figure out we gotta come up with a plan. We're all out. Blah blah blah. And then Din is like walking with. Here's okay. I'm already <laughs> going on a tangent because here she goes. Din Din Jar clearly could have broken out of this fight before because they're walking down the hallway and all of a sudden he just decides now's the time and takes <laughs> out these two guards. Like where were you? Not that I <laughs> wanted him to live. You could have fought for as Vizsla. He, he had to be careful about it. And, like, what did he owe Paz anyway? Nothing. So, real. yeah, he was like, he didn't owe Paz you can anything. deal with that yourself. Yep. You make your <clears> bed <throat> in life. He, like, goes in this hallway. He's fighting them. He's kicking them. He's, like, sliding around with us. He's, I don't know when Din Djarin got real limber. But he, like, <laughs> he was flip-flopping, sliding around this whole episode. And right when you're like, oh, no, that trooper's about to get him, uh, Grogu shows up so grogu was like i'm free okay bye i'm gonna go find my dad see you later and i guess bogatan said go ahead just like yeah go off, like go get your dad child. i'll take go care off of small child i mean um, it's, it's good i wouldn't have wanted to have like five minutes of grogu fighting moff gideon over what we got which was pretty sick it was so fun mm. um but so like basically Grogu saves Din, cuts his, the things off of like his the binds on his wrist, and then it is just Din and Grogu in stealth mode mm -hmm. for the entire like first half of this episode. And by the two of them in stealth mode, it's Din Djarin like bent down, hiding in the shadows, and then it cuts to Grogu and he's in the IG eleven like running behind him, arms flailing, and I'm like. Din, you're not communicating with Grogu to hide. Grogu, you told Grogu, be brave. And that was the only advice that you gave him in this situation. <laughs> and so he is just flailing, running behind you. Meanwhile, Din's like hiding like this, running around, trying to not get caught. Call him double O daddy. It was, uh, yeah, it was a hot mess. Um, yeah, I just, I love seeing their hijinks too. Like I, they... <laughs> <laughs> like father like son in so many ways so often um i i really enjoy just getting to spend like that dynamic time with grogu and din again um mm -hmm. 
you know, it's, it hasn't been often enough in my opinion this season that we have gotten to just spend some time with, you know, the family. So it's nice. Yeah. Which is why I think I liked this part. <coughs> Sorry. Um, why I think I like this part so much because it was just Kugu, but it was so funny just like uh-huh. watching like Din literally bent down and then you just see Grogu standing there. I'm like, you he doesn't care. So silly. He's like, who's gonna fight me? Meanwhile, Bo-Katan is like, uh Moff Gideon's trying to kill the Mandalorians. So she sends <laughs> Axe Wolves, which first of all, I was like, he's gonna he's gonna be a spy. I thought everyone was a spy this entire fucking episode. Like when she was like, Axe, go up there. And, and save them, get them on the ship, like evacuate them. Mm-hmm. So then, because Moff Gideon is sending people up there to kill them. Right. I was like, well, he's going to go up there and be like, LOL, bitch, we're all dead now because I'm one of them. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the armor was going to like not release them and be like, just kidding, you die. No. No one. No one was evil. All, no one was evil. It was, it was just happy, fun stuff. You know, like, I I don't know I don't know why people like expect super deep things from this particular show. It's 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 a it's it's not a bad show. Um, this is not what I am saying. So do not don't anyone misconstrue me here. Um, but it's also it's not the same as other Star Wars shows. Like it's just a fun romp um, with some fun guys. I mean, it's a man in a tin suit and a little green alien flying yeah. around. Like, I, I don't know why well, you, do you want what Nobel Peace Prize you wanted or Pulitzer, whatever, whatever you get. But yeah, I it, they went back to my favorite hallway. I love the red light hallway because I think it's hot. Um, but it is the clumsiest but greatest sequence in this whole show. Din <laughs> does something hot at the end of it, but it is a clumsy mess up until because. <laughs> basically din goes hey grogu i need you to be i need you to be brave because i have no weapons <laughs> I have to fight like 12 I'm just gonna dudes. run in okay it's good it's good I'm though i handle my way through this whole way because yep. like the idea is that bogatanan is dealing with trying to get the mandalorians down save them so they can have reinforcements save the mandalorians and then fight Moff Gideon and like take control of Mandalorian. Din yeah. is trying to find Moff Gideon in this process. So it's like they they kind of like split up and we're like, all right, we have plans, even though I don't think they communicated that. But <laughs> Din is I'm going, I know like Moff Gideon, we have to like find where his command center is. Like that's one where he'll be he Din Jaren, who hates fucking droids, is <laughs> like, yo, R5, I got a mission for you. R5 does not want the mission. Or if I was no. like, can you, what if you didn't? <laughs> what if you just I'm not here. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, the number you have dialed is not here. No, thank you. No, thanks. Um, but he's like, can you give me like the schemat of the maps? And so then he does. And then it's so funny because Din goes, like, Din asks R5, and then R5 starts talking, and he goes, I don't speak binary. And then he asked another question. I was like, stop asking him questions then. If you don't speak, just stop asking him questions. You're such a himbo. Like, if you you ask the thing questions, it's responding in the only language it knows. You said, Mm. I don't understand that. I'm going to ask you some more questions. What (laughs) a fool. What a complete fool. That's why we love him, though. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, R5 tells them where they gotta go. They get there. Din's like, this is a fucking hallway of lights. Uh, Grogu, you have to be brave. Meanwhile, again, Grogu's just like, where am I going? <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy. Like, where am I? Return me to Lizzo at once. He, he wished that he got left with Lizzo throughout the last two of He was like, if I was just with Lizzo, yep. none of this would happen. Well, nope. he would want to go back after he got the IG-11 unit. He wanted to walk. Like, oh, yes, 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 yes. No. <laughs> he needed to do that first. And then he's like, well, now. Yeah. Now it's time. Now I must go. Return me to Lizzo at once. <laughs> Return me to Lizzo. I am so Din Grogu. First of all, I don't know how anyone succeeded in this episode. Because Din got a whole ragtag fucking team that he's working with. Because Din actively trying to hide and like be in stealth mode while Grogu's flailing. Then he gets R5 who does, who's like, I don't want to fucking do this. Um, and then R5 is fighting like mouse droids and he's like, get away, bye. And it's just, everything is happening and is chaotic and Din has no weapons, but yet somehow <laughs> he like he just kills 10 guys. He, yeah, he manhandles them. He manhandles yeah. 10 men and gets to the end of this fucking hallway you better believe to just, it. To find a series of clones. I just, ugh. Dude, I like, and okay, I wasn't looking very close at the TV when the clones were in there, and like, I thought they were Snokes, but then I like looked closer, and I was like, oh, oh. I thought it was Snokes. <laughs> I thought it was Snokes, too, until Din was like, it's not really him. I was like, well, he don't fucking know Snoke. What do you know, kid? I was like, you, you never met Snoke. Yeah, also, Grogu, so relatable. Grogu. Like Din goes, don't worry, it's not really him. And the thing opens his eyes, and then the camera cuts to Grogu in between all of the clones, like this. <laughs> like he's like stumbling around in the IG Eleven unit, looking mm. nutty. Um, and then Din, without any warning, starts blowing him up. And then I started blasting. Yeah, truly, he's Danny DeVito. He's like, because like, oh, I started blasting. You think you maybe be like, oh, hey, my kid. I got to tell Grogu, like, get away from there. He just fucking, he, as you said, started blasting. Meanwhile, all this is happening. Axe Wolves is, he's like, get off the freighter. They all get off the freighter and go to their the respective, like, drop pods. And he's like, I got this. Why? I don't know. It worked out for everybody in the long run. Yeah, it was still uh... It was a very daring um, set of choices on Axel's yeah. part. Don't know how he got out of the cockpit. I'm happy he did. Uh, he's grown on me. Um, maybe because he's a hottie. Sorry to Paz Vizla that you would have had that had you taken off your helmet, but you're a basic bitch. Mm-hmm. So the mm, didn't like you, but you're a hottie goes to Axel's. Yep. Um, <laughs> didn't like you, but you're a hottie award. Goes to Axel's. This is my lighting effect where the flashes are going because he won an award. <laughs> That's all happening. Bogdan is like, everyone, let's fight. Um, and it is Din and Grogu are just like trying to find Moff Gideon. So they finally like blow up all of these clones. They get to the end of this hallway, and he's like, "Hello." 
because my is nowhere to be found. <laughs> He's like, hi, where'd he go? Which basically what you realize is he walked in a fucking huge circle. Yeah. Because it's the same exact spot that they said. No, that's not what I mean, that, yeah. He's really like, that's exactly what he did. It's fine. You just walked in a circle. You could have just gone back came and you would have been like, hello, Hi. I'm back. I'm back where I started. There's a fizzless dead body. I'm back where I started. Finally, Moff Gideon shows up. He's pissed. He's so mm. mad. He's like, hey, you killed my clones. They were going to be force sensitive. How dare you hurt my babies? My babies. Here's my question for you. How does that matter to him? I don't know. Just, like, you're not force sensitive. Yeah. So what is what does it have to do with, like, you're well, not... I think that, that also, well, that ties back to what Moff Gideon was trying to do in the first season with Grogu, was take him for his force powers. So I think that's just, like, a nod to that. Yeah, but, like, I still don't understand, like, Moff Gideon's giving it to his clones, but it wouldn't apply to him. No, yeah, exactly. I mean, it sounds like a pretty poor plan anyway, because historically, um, in stories like this the clones kind of turn on you and stuff eventually so you know maybe not the best decision on his part yeah i just no one thought anything through um no one used a brain cell because then moff gideon is like i'm gonna fight you this is the end because Mm -hmm. din at some point earlier said the only way that this ends is like when Moff Gideon is dead. Mm-hmm. Like if if any version of Moff Gideon exists, we can't live a life. Meaning him and Grogu. Yeah. And I was like, for sure, about to die. Again, yeah. no one dies. <laughs> Again, no one dies. I thought it was going to be a murder suicide. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. It's been on the brain. I thought that I thought Succession was also when everyone was losing their minds about Succession. I thought it was also a murder suicide. Um, so it's just it's been on the old noggin. I was like, "Yep, this is it. This is when Tim dies. He's fine." Um, but how, how, how look how media has conditioned us. I was like, "Din's gonna die. Din is fine. He's been fine every single season. Every naysayer in that world who's like insiders told me that Din's dying. He he didn't. He Din didn't die." He didn't die after season one, didn't die after season two, didn't die after season three. Din, every time you're like, Din's going to die because I, an insider told me on the set that Pedro Pascal threw a fit. First of all, Pedro Pascal was in Canada. Mm-hmm. So what what what's, what fit is he throwing on set? He's in Canada. And second of all, he's alive. There you go. Stay mad, kids. Stay mad. I will not say the name <laughs> of the like insider who know. does this every year. But anyways. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I uh I think I've curated my online presence like so tightly that I just like rarely run into those opinions. Um, but I'm hoping uh that they just kind of die down because I don't think he's ever. I mean, okay, I say I don't think he's ever gonna die, but while I was out, um, you know, I'm just gonna interject now in the middle of our recap. Uh, while I was out, um, I encountered Doc Ondor Ondar's enchanting place uh store oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know you know what i'm talking about doc on doc enchanting place store and uh i i came upon den of antiquities ashley producer ashley said <laughs>
So while I was out on my trip, I noticed that not only does Din's now Din's helmet now uh, rest on the wall at Doc Ondar's, but now so does Grogu's chainmail. Like they're both there in the video. Um, and it, it makes me nervous about season four because, because <laughs> who knows, who knows if this will hold true. Listen, there's so many years I, I stand by, they just retired and they were like, here you go. I hope so too. Everyone else on that wall is dead. So yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, even so they still got like 20 some years. Oh yeah. They'll be fine. Yeah. 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 Uh, they're, they're, they probably Din would be 60. Yeah. True. <laughs> like- it's okay. Hopefully he will have, yeah, uh, actually traded his helmet out at least for a new one by then because it would be very icky if he didn't. Yes. Oh, God. If you didn't get a new helmet in however many years, buddy. So what is happening? To cut back to the episode. Uh, uh, to cut back to the episode of the Mando after we went on a tangent. Tangent. So, like I said, Dan and Grogu are just like, yo, Moff, where are you? Hello. It's like you you get all my clothes. And Dan's like, what are you gonna do about it? Um, and the answer to that is fuck you up. Like Din is just laying flat on the ground mm-hmm. because the red guard comes out and they're like, whoop, 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 time to fight. Because Din Jarn again knocks out like four regular Mandal- fake Mandalorian trooper mm-hmm. and then fights briefly. With Moff Gideon, the Moff Gideon's like, here's my reinforcement. And Grogu makes a real mad face when Din is on the ground being attacked by the Red Guard. He's like, and he like, yeah, does something. And then all the Red Guard's like, okay, I'm gonna come get you. And it truly is so funny because it, it cuts, Din's like on the ground yelling no. And it cuts to Grogu and he's clearly like, oh shit. He's like, I fucked up. I just love it. I, I I love again like father like son they they have ideas they don't really have plans that's nope. uh, their idea guys yeah he goes get away from my dad oh no they're coming for me <laughs> he, <was> like, <laughs> he literally he fucked around and found out real fast he was just like oh, gotta run and so he gets trapped in a room which my favorite part is if you I watch things with the captions on just because if something's going on like it's on there I don't really miss anything that way I can Mm-hmm. see what's happening and if you put the captions on grogu gets trapped in this room with the red guard they take out his ig11 unit and you you can tell that they're like let's kill this little green guy within seconds he is up on a rafter mm-hmm. he is like fully like fuck you guys <laughs> and he's laughing <laughs> it says laughing and the thing is he's going <laughs> as he's flinging himself from bit to bit which does Bring me into my favorite bit of season three of The Mandalorian. Yes. Which started all the way back in episode one when oh when IG-11 was attacking them and Din Djarin said, Karga and threw Grogu. And <laughs> it happened when Grogu flung himself out of the Naboo fighter. Uh-huh. Um, it happened when he got so excited to see Lizzo <laughs> that he flung himself. And then it happened this episode when he flung himself on these rafters. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> on that set had to just yeet this fucking puppet. 
I love it. Oh, I love watching them throw the puppet around. It's my favorite part of the show. Like that's why the puppet doesn't move. You can't expect and or standards from a show that throws around a puppet like that. Okay, this is for fun. It just he moves in every other part, and then they throw him, and it's like this. He's like flopping. He just likes to jump. He, he jumps up and down. Um, but it's very clearly like the cheaper end of the puppet. Like they clearly mm. not like we're gonna throw the like millions of dollars puppets that <laughs> moves and it like has a they're like, we're not throwing that shit. Go get the one we bought from fucking Toys R Us. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. so good. He's just one Something about that is just so <laughs> relatable, like mood. Lying on the ground. It's just like <laughs> oh, it's so funny. He's having the time of his life. He's bopping. He's like, whoop, doop, do you can't get me. They eventually do, but <laughs> at this point, Groku is like, can't get me. I'm hopping. And the red carter, like, what the fuck is this thing? Um, Din, oh on the other hand, is getting the shit beat out of him by Moff Gideon. And much like earlier when he was getting beat up, you thought this was the end, Bo-Katan comes and saves his ass. Mm-hmm. As as Axe Woes is crashing the freighter. Seriously. <laughs> I, I thought for he thought he was gonna like just sacrifice himself for no reason, but then he like popped right out. I'm like, oh okay, good. He was like, this is the way. And I was like, oh okay, yeah, right. sure, man. I guess that is the way out of the out of the ship. Correct. And you found the way out. Good job. Um, Pokotan comes down. She's like, I got this. Go get your kid. First of all, Grogu is still bopping up in the rafters. Grogu's like, I don't really need your help. I'm having fun. I'm in the rafters. But Din's like, you got it. And just leaves Pokotan with Moff Gideon <laughs> to go into the other room to like get Grogu. Yeah. And what timing? Because Grogu gets knocked down. All of the pillars fall on him, and it is literally that scene from Batman Begins mm-hmm. when Michael Caine is like all those push-ups and you can't lift a bloody log. That's what this is. It's like all that force shit, and you can't lift a pillar. <laughs> Just like laying under this pillar, like <laughs> no. And the red guard are closing in, they're like, We're gonna get him. And then Dindran's like, what up? I'm a cowboy. Pew, 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 and just start shooting the red guy. <laughs> Love it. It ends up being one of the greatest yet funniest fights uh, I have ever witnessed. Because, like, Din is, like, physically fighting them, like, shooting them, grabbing weapons, like, hitting them with shit. And then you just see Grogu on this side going this and just, like, push some guy across the fucking room and he does it a couple of times like he just sits there and he'll be like foosh foosh um that was my force <laughs> good job foosh. your force is force is strong with you the force is strong with me i am one with the force and the force is with me he just like force throws people eventually these two they they kill the three red guards but it is genuinely cool yet funny to watch just because Din is like sliding he's hitting he's doing and then it's just Grogu standing in the corner like (laughs) all right buddy thanks dad thank you Um, then we get into my favorite little Grogu moment too when he slides and all the fires coming and Grogu just like slides like Din 
Aww. into a fight because once they finish off the red card together, they're like, oh, let's go see what Bogotan's up to. And so they go outside. Meanwhile, Axe Wolves is like, y'all, get out. I got a freighter coming. <laughs> I'm still on this fucking, like, Axe Wolves' plan is a good one. He's like, I'm going to take out the base with this freighter I'm on that I can get out of. Right. Get everyone that is our person out of there. I'm a crashing into the base. And then we have taken Mandalore back. Mm-hmm. Pretty good plan. The problem is... You have two fucking idiots and a child fighting <laughs> Moff Gideon, and they're not smart enough to be like, yeah, let me get out of here. They're like, no, I gotta kill this guy. Exactly. He would have died. Exactly. Clearly, he would have died no matter what. You guys could have just left. <laughs> yeah. He would have burned. But you two are dumbasses who were like, we're gonna fight him right now. Which, listen, it worked out only because of Grogu. Because Moff Gideon destroys the Darksaber. Um, Botan's like, what the fuck? She's about to get murdered. Grogu and Din pop out. The fire is raining. They're all like, what's going on? And then as Moff Gideon's being like, oh, I'm great. Axwell drops the freighter. It explodes. Moff Gideon catches on fire. And then the fire, which (laughs) Botan's helmet is gone. So I was like, well, she doesn't even have the best car to protect her. She's dead. They're, the fire is happening. It's coming towards them. And all of a sudden, it cuts over. And Grogu is... He has, like, created a force field around him, his dad, and his mom. And he's just like, I got us, y'all. Don't worry. And he's protecting them. And then, like, as... And it literally... It legitimately is. Like, as we were watching it this morning friend of the podcast and my roommate leo thomas went they did this for the memes because he legitimately does look like fire elmo he's just like <laughs> i got this like it's just he's just standing there for, he's like don't you worry i'm protecting us and he just made like a bubble and, <laughs> and meanwhile tin and bo are like what the fuck like they both are shook i love it i love the the little found family of <laughs> bo and tin and grogu like it's it's such a perfect shot i just love it so much yes it's cute and then they're like we did it y'all we're back we made it we saved mandalore which you would think cool they saved mandalore that's the end of the episode Mm, think again think Think again (laughs) because there's like a whole fucking side quest Mm -hmm. still gotta happen they what they what they go down to the forge they're like we're gonna light the forge now it's our home we we did it (laughs) Mm-hmm. We did it. We're the Mandalorians. Yay. And then, every time I'm like, and then, and then, and then. But that's the truth. And then. So the when you look around, all of the Mandalorians at the Forge are like the children of the Watch and Bo-Katan's, like the Night Owls and whatever. It's like, it's all of Bo-Katan's clan and the Armorer's clan. Mm-hmm. Did Grogu leave? Yep. Like, they, we are. You guys, you y'all figure your our shit out. Done. Yeah, we're good. We're gonna go see our friends. Bye. And they do. They go see their friends. They go to they go to the bar on the outer rim where the pilots are at, and they go find Captain Tiva. Mm-hmm. And it start. Here's where I get confused. I don't think that Din knew that IG unit was there, so I think he just was like, "Oh wow, two birds, one stone," because <laughs> he rolls up into this bar with a plan and his plan is 
hey, when you guys need work, hit me up. But only when you need, like, this is a case-by-case case. Let me be real clear. This is a case-by-case case basis. Truly, like, Din sometimes just locks into, like, things, I think, just because it was like, oh, yeah, we can, we're going to take that with us and we're done. But, like, the whole plan mm-hmm. is go to Tiva, be like, case-by-case case basis, I'll work for the Empire, or not the Empire, Jesus. I'll work for the New Republic. <laughs> Case-by-case case basis, though. Don't try and throw it at me unless I say I would like a job. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, buddy. I'll call you. Don't call me. Yeah, I'll call you. <laughs> Don't call me, though. But Grogu, meanwhile, is, like, sitting on the bar looking at the IG unit. Din tells him, oh, he thinks that's his friend. It's not, like, that's not mm-hmm. him. Don't worry. And if you look in the background, Grogu's straight up still staring at it. Like, he's like, no, I don't believe you. Oh, I don't believe you that you didn't tell my friend. He's just like staring. He's like, I don't trust it. But they get that unit and they go to Navarro, um, where Grieve Karga gives them the keys to a hut mm-hmm. where him and Grogu can have a life. So Din has a job and he got a house. Um, and in the meantime, the Anzellans have recreated IG 11 and now the Marshal imagine getting fired from a disney payroll and you are replaced by taika waititi as a droid because that is what happened to cara dune i will okay she got fired and taika waititi i love it i'm having the time of my life i it's amazing and i just i the taika droid there we really couldn't we couldn't you know and that's the thing is that the taika droid will never join the new republic like he's a guaranteed will stay there on Navarro and won't defect um, to become a cop. All I can say is bye-bye and I'm so glad it's IG instead so I'm glad he's back but I will skip back um, to Din being able to have a stable job and a an actual house uh, at what like 45? Like that's the millennial <laughs> dream right now everyone. Let me just outline that to you to our younger uh, audience members like it's a dream as in most of us may not have houses ever. Um, and so to have a house and a stable income to support that house and your family and your family. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Let's not even start on kids. Like that's miraculous. Did is living the millennial dream. I think he's living Petro Pascal's dream. I read that profile. Petro Pascal was like, I don't even got a house. Like, <laughs> like I don't, he's always struck me as the kind of guy who just like stays at people's houses <laughs> that profile where he's like i've got a house i'm like that's the most relatable thing you've ever said is i've got a house i'm, I'm in my four i was like i feel that in my 30s i rent i got a, a roof mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not, i don't own it but yeah so ig11 takes over and they get this cute little house where grogu's trying to kill a frog instantly and hot din din's looking hot He's sitting on the back porch. He's like, hello, Look it's me. I'm a hottie. <laughs> that um, like, nice yeah. two-bedroom homestead with a front yard and a pond fixture. Like, oh my God. Like, As I, just, today, oh. that is the stuff fanfic is made out of. Seriously. I was I, like, all wow. of the Din Jaren slash reader fix that are going to come out of that. I bet he's got a full kitchen in there. That's so hot. Um <laughs> kitchen the dishwasher i bet it's like it's like, i bet you it's got central air he has a laundry in unit <laughs> yes in unit washer dryer um i love it i just oh oh 
Um, that's what I was saying. But like, I also just love this final shot. Like, it's so, mm -hmm. it, I, I almost want it to be the series finale. And just like, it's just, this is how I want their life to be forever. Um, and then nothing ever happened again after this shot. That's it. I would like Din to fuck, but that's just... Who says he hasn't? There's been a couple. There's been time. There's been time. They had that monorail ride. The he was out in the desert with Cobb for a while. You know who says he hasn't? We haven't been with him 24 hours a day. Him and Cobb, fucking. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, and guys, that is a that is a wrap. Yeah. Wow. On season three of the Mandalorian. Gosh, what a what a ride! What a a wild ride it's been. I've really enjoyed it though. Um, I. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the season overall? I loved. It. I think it's fun. I don't. I don't think. Um, I'm glad. Like I was like I was worried at the end. I was like, oh no, they're gonna kill Din. But I was like, mm -hmm. I like that they have a cute little happy ending. For now, I, I think yeah. the setup of he can work for the New Republic is going to be like when we come to the Mandalorian, like Din can go and do these missions, and you're on mm -hmm. them with him. I think is a fun thing for a show like this where people love Frog Lady and like all the people that they meet along the way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cute. What about you? Uh, I enjoyed it. Like, I think that, like I said, my my expectations were were always at a different, I guess, point or or something like that in comparison mm -hmm. to what other people might have expected from this season, but. I really enjoyed it. I thought I thought it was a lot of fun. I uh, I liked getting to just like be with our favorites um, for for another hefty season season of adventures. Um, I, honestly, I just my only critique was that it could use even more side quests. Really, I agree. But with that, it brings us to everyone's favorite time of the week. Mm -hmm. <coughs> <coughs> Stash, 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 stash. The stash on everybody's lips is gonna be. Hey. Petros. Welcome to Stash of the Week, where we pick our favorite mustaches of Petro Pascal's. Uh, Katrina, you're gonna go first. I'm going first. All right, my first, my stash of the week uh, is the supportive brother stash that accompanied uh, oh, yeah. a few articles about how much uh, Pedro Pascal supports his sister. Um, and, you know, I just, it's a great mustache, honestly, and great hair too. Mm -hmm. I just feel validated whenever he like has his hair like this. I'm like, that's how I wake up as well. So <laughs> it's, it's he a good literally, He literally woke up like this. I'm assuming this one is producer Ashley's. It is, it's a classic. It's my iPad background, so I have to respect it. <laughs> <laughs> and mine is this Lakers shirt that he wears all the goddamn time. Um, <laughs> hey, I don't have to be anywhere wearing my Lakers shirt. Like, <laughs> someone get this man a ticket to the fucking Lakers, I swear to God. <laughs> I'm sure he's been. Like, I he's I, he's been out and about a lot uh, recently, so... So maybe he's seen the Lakers. I hope he has. A basketball season's over. I no, think. okay. Eh, I wouldn't know that. Hold on. When did, I'm I'm looking it up. Basketball season and when does it end? Wow. Oh no. I think it's in playoffs. I don't fucking know. Oh wait, no, it's over. Wait, hold on. Wait, let's see. I'm I'm on the NBA.com. The no, the playoffs began five days ago oh okay i don't know where the lakers are in it um guys we're getting way too into sports for as late as it is <laughs> we know how it's all i'm saying is 
someone take this man to a Lakers game, please. He deserves. But yeah, and that's I. I that's what I wanted for Mr. Ash. Um, well, guys, this is a wrap on our big old. Um, this is a wrap on the last of us. Avengers. <laughs> Stop biting me. Anyways. Um, so this is a wrap on our big, big whirlwind adventure with Pedro Pascal. <laughs> we had a lot of a lot of content, a lot of events. Everyone in this room has seen him in the same room as them this year. It's been busy. Um, yeah. But we will at some point do a wrap up for the season and then we're going to go on a little break. Not a long one because this bitch is busy. Same. Uh, yeah. So next week we'll have like a we'll have a wrap up episode. For everybody, where we just talk about whatever news we missed, uh, what is coming up for him, mm-hmm. and what we're going to do after the break. Hopefully some teases. We don't fucking know. We never know. That's why you listen. Um, <laughs> for the surprise. For the chaos and when we <laughs> figure some shit out. No. Um, you never know what you're going to get here, because we sure as shit don't. <laughs> and yeah. So... Like, rate, review, subscribe, tweet at us, tell your moms. Actually, moms, tell your husbands or your wives mm-hmm. or your partners. This is an inclusive podcast. I got them all. I went through it in my head. I was like, mm-hmm. nailed it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But like, rate, review, subscribe, tweet at us. Uh, Katrina, where can the people find you? You can find me anywhere on the internet. If you look for O Katrina, that's O H C A T R I N A. Uh, I am doing so much work over the next couple of weeks, but in May, I will be returning to streaming uh, on Twitch, which I'm really excited about. So just look for me as Okatrina again um, over on Twitch and give me a like so that you get notified when I start streaming again. What about you, Rachel? You can follow me on Twitter at Rachel Leishman. Um, as of 12.39 a.m. on 4.20, I still have my verified symbol. So if you just search oh, Rachel like Leishman, if you just search Rachel Leishman, I still have that. I don't know what's going to happen. He's going to probably make some joke about being high and not doing it. Anyways, um, you can follow me on Instagram at Rachel underscore Leishman. My work is on the Mary Sue and Collider, Benjamin, uh, Mary Sue and Collider, and I also host the Fordcast, Harrison Ford podcast. Uh, so listen to my podcasts, please. Um, remember to do crimes, stop fires. Only you can prevent Grogu fires. And yeah, until next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.